Well, hi there, and welcome to Scattered People number five. I'm posting these daily devotional videos for you to try and help you throughout the coronavirus crisis. There's just life is in disarray. We're not able to meet in our church buildings. A lot of us are feeling quite isolated. And to try and help you, and maybe even to help myself, I'm trying to just take you through the book of Acts every day. I'm trying to help you to understand what God says through the book of Acts. But I'm also trying to prayerfully prophesy into your life, my life and what God's doing in the midst of this coronavirus crisis. Some of you have been commenting on hashtag scattered people. Please keep on doing that. It helps me to reply and uh, helps us to stay connected and to be talking about some of the things I'm sharing. Um, maybe before we dive into Acts chapter one today, you may want to grab a Bible. Um, uh, maybe it would help you if I just was just honest with you that I'm really struggling with this period. I'm, I'm discovering that I don't like being isolated. It's made worse by the fact that my wife is uh, a GP. So she is busy on the front line of dealing with the coronavirus crisis. Her days are getting more and more exciting. She's feeling more and more fulfilled. She's stressed out, yeah, but she's really making a difference. And I am in charge of homeschooling. I'm in charge of our four kids. I'm trying to lead a church from my office at home. I'm feeling quite isolated and on my own. And I'm actually struggling with it a little bit, which is why I'm really excited about the verses we've come to today. I'm going to read to you from Acts 1.15 onwards. I'm going to introduce you to a hero of mine and someone who is helping me in this season. And I think will really help you as well. It's a guy called Joseph Barsabbas. Let me read to you. In those days, this is just before the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120. And he said, brothers and sisters, scripture had to be fulfilled. Scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas Iscariot, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number. He was one of the 12 apostles and he shared in our ministry. But Peter says it's written in the Psalms, may his place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in it and may another take his place of leadership. Therefore, it's necessary to choose one of the men who's been with us for the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning with John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up to heaven from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. Okay, I've set the scene for you. The, the 12 apostles have become 11 apostles. They are in the 10 days of waiting between Jesus's ascension back to heaven and the day of Pentecost. They realize Jesus appointed 12 uh, apostles for a reason. I think it's Matthew 19, 30, that Jesus likens the 12 apostles who had found the church to the 12 uh, patriarchs, the sons of Jacob, who founded the 12 tribes of Israel. They know that a 12th apostle needs to be found and they're on the hunt for who that 12th apostle might be. This is where Joseph Barsabbas comes into the story. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justus, and Matthias. And they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you've chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. And they cast lots and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the 11 apostles. So a lot of people look at this passage and they think about Matthias. Wow, how exciting. You missed the cut the first time around. Jesus chose his 12 apostles and we know that both Judas Barsabbas 
and Matthias, it says, were those who were with us from the beginning, from John the Baptist's baptism right up to the ascension to heaven. So Matthias had been in the shortlist to become one of the 12 disciples and had not become one of the 12 disciples. Worse than that, he'd not become one of the 12 disciples and Judas Iscariot had. I mean, how gutted are you? I mean, I, I've, I've, I've been in contexts where I wasn't chosen to be in a, a team or, or, or I wasn't promoted to do X, Y, Z, and I hoped I would be. Yeah, it's disappointing. But when Judas Iscariot is the guy that they decide is more qualified than you, that's pretty galling. And so Matthias and Judas Barsabbas have both been through this process before. There is a vacancy. There is a 12th apostleship to be filled and um, they are both brought before uh, the 120 in the upper room. Uh, there are lots about to be cast. This is how they did guidance before the day of Pentecost. It's not endorsing it for eldership teams today. Um, but Peter, he actually makes it even worse by praying, Lord, you know the heart, which kind of carries an implication. Choose whichever of these two guys doesn't have the right heart. And then he prays and then they cast lots and Matthias becomes the 12th apostle, the replacement for Judas. And this other guy, Joseph Barsabbas, I called him Judas Barsabbas a minute ago, Joseph Barsabbas, he doesn't get picked. I just want to talk about that because at the moment I'm feeling isolated. Maybe you are as well. I'm feeling as though I am cut off from ministering to the people of everyday church. Maybe you're feeling cut off from ministering to people as well. I'm feeling cast aside. It's great. I I like being the person in charge of homeschooling my kids. It's wonderful. I'm going to look back on these few weeks uh, as a real privilege that God gave me time with my family. But I don't enjoy it all the time. Sometimes I'm like, get me back into ministry. Why am I stuck in my house when I need to be out there sharing the gospel, discipling people, helping people, big, important meetings. I had a trip planned to India and another one to America and I'm missing out on. I'm just being honest with you because maybe you're feeling the same way that I'm feeling. Now, here's the thing with with this guy, Joseph Barsabbas. He seemed to be okay with God calling the shots in his life. There's something about the humility that Joseph Barsabbas has here that I find admirable. We know because he reappears in Acts chapter 15, we know that he didn't go off and sulk. We know that he didn't get angry with God because of his seclusion, that he didn't complain that other people were having fun, frontline ministry and He, yet again, had not been picked to be one of the 12 apostles. No, what we discover when we read Acts 15 is that there was a moment where the church nearly split over the issue of circumcision and whether Gentiles needed to be circumcised in order to join the church. Every guy in the church knows this was an important discussion to have. And they make the decision that actually you don't need to be circumcised to become a Christian and to become part of the church. And it says in Acts 15, 22, then the apostles and elders together with the whole church decided to choose some of their own men and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas to announce the decision of the Council of Jerusalem. And they chose Judas Barsabbas and Silas, men who were leaders among the believers, and they sent them with the following letter. Now, the reason I called Joseph Barsabbas Judas Barsabbas earlier is because he actually carried both names. Barsabbas means the son of the father. It was a nickname. And uh, uh, 
Judas was also uh, a common name. There are two disciples called Judas. It's it's the Greek form of the Hebrew name Judah, which literally means the guy who praises. And it's not inconceivable that this guy Joseph, who's also got the name Barsabbas, also has the name Judas. He's the same guy that we come across in Acts 15.22. And what you discover is that even though he's not an apostle, he's still tucked in to become a leader amongst the believers. He's basically said, I haven't been chosen for the role I wanted, but I'm not going to sulk. I'm going to trust God that he knows the role that I should have. And then it says in verse 30, so the men were sent off and went down to Antioch, where they gathered the church together and delivered the letter. The people read it and were glad for its encouraging message. And Judas Barsabbas and Silas, who were prophets, said much to encourage and strengthen the believers. See, in this season where Judas Barsabbas did not, Joseph Barsabbas, whatever you want to call him, did not become one of the 12 disciples, one of the 12 apostles, we discover that actually he he became a prophet. We never read this about him before. He spends this time when he's not being an apostle, spending time with God, getting to know God getting to know the voice of God, learning to hear the voice of God. He obviously spends time reading and studying the scriptures because he says much to strengthen and encourage the believers. He spends time devoting himself to some of the leadership that you can't do when you are an apostle because you're so busy with apostleship stuff. No, he just tucks in and does the day-to-day discipling of believers. Here's how I'm being encouraged by these verses. Maybe it will encourage you as I end. I'm being shut in at the moment with four children and God's calling me to disciple them. I'm not able to go to America or India, but God's calling me to stay in London and disciple people. I would love to be doing some of the active church stuff that I love and I thrive on. But instead, God's called me to pray and study scripture. And actually, some of those uh, books that I've been meaning to read that God will speak to me through, some of those prayer times, the worship times, the, the times when I will learn to hear God's voice a bit better, those are the times that God is calling me into right now. Maybe you're suffering the same way I am, of feeling secluded, a little bit lonely, a bit cut off and thinking, God, this is not what I want to be happening to me right now. I just encourage you today to meditate on the life of Joseph Barsabbas, the man who was passed over, who was not chosen, who did not get to have the ministry he wanted for a season. But because he used that time of seclusion well, God was able to use him later in Acts 15. I believe many of us are in that kind of season where God's saying, I am forcibly taking you to one side so that you can learn to hear my voice, so that in the future I can use you to strengthen and encourage many. So I can use you in this season to lead behind the scenes and maybe to become more fruitful than you would have been had you done the things you wanted to do. Scattered people number five. Let's learn from Joseph Barsabbas. Let me pray for you. And uh, let's talk to one another today. Hashtag scattered people on any social media. I'll pick up your message. Lord, help us to learn from Joseph Barsabbas, particularly those of us who are a bit frustrated and we've got cabin fever at the moment. Help us to learn from him that when you take us aside for a season, it's because you want to invest in us and you want us to invest in you. And may we be very fruitful in the future because of what you've called us to do today in the quiet place, the hidden place, the secluded place. May we be fruitful for you. 
I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful day today. I hope you've enjoyed the first week of Scattered People. We're going to be back next week with Scattered People number six. Have a great weekend and I'll see you really soon.